Hi, this is Pastor David Cooper. Thank you for joining my podcast. I pray that the Word of God will be a blessing to you. I also want to ask you to share the podcast with others. Together, we can make an impact in people's lives as we introduce them to the Word of God. Thank you for your partnership and ministry of the Mount Perrin family and our outreach. I pray that the Word of God will be a blessing to you today. Today, we're going to talk about the gift of miracles as we look at these amazing gifts of the Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 through 11, Paul the Apostle writes about nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. The word gift is from the Greek word grace, graces, empowerments by the Holy Spirit. God giving us the ability to go beyond our natural ability so that we can live effectively and minister to others. Let's look now at the gift of miracles. The scripture says, Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one person, that is, there is given through the Spirit miraculous powers. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 7 through 10. Albert Einstein said, There are two ways to live. You can live as if nothing is a miracle, or you can live as if everything is a miracle. The Bible reveals the God of miracles. Creation is a miracle, a demonstration of divine power. Augustine of Hippo, an early African theologian who lived around AD 400 said, miracles are not contrary to nature, but contrary to what we know about nature. This is an important distinction. Sometimes people say, well, a miracle is transcending the law of nature. That's not true because the God of miracles created the laws that govern the universe. God operates within the laws that he created. Those laws are absolute. So miracles defy our understanding. In, a, in this age of scientific technology, there are so many things that you and I are privy to that enjoy through technology, through medicine and science, that we really don't fully comprehend them, although we are blessed by these technological discoveries every day. Those discoveries are based on known laws, even though they transcend our ability sometimes to understand exactly how they work. So a miracle is not God violating the laws of nature. It's him operating in ways that we don't understand. Now, the word miracle used in the New Testament in the Greek language is the word dunamis, meaning a demonstration of power. We get our word dynamite from this word. So the word miracle in the Bible is a word that describes God at work. All forms of divine power are miracles, since the psalmist tells us that power belongs to God in Psalm 62, 11. A miracle is simply an act of God's power. A miracle is God at work. Now, this word is used when the woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of Jesus' garment. This was the woman that had an internal bleeding condition. Perhaps a tumor. We don't know what the root cause was. And she had gone to so many doctors. She spent all the money she had on medical care, but she continued to get worse. So she pressed through a crowd one day where Jesus was in their town, and she touched the hem of his garment. She said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. She had that much faith in Jesus. Well, the second she touched the hem of his garment, must have been pressing through the crowd, just reaching down and 
touched the hem of his garment, the Bible said that she felt in her body that she was healed. So she slipped back into the crowd. But Jesus stopped and said, who touched me? And of course, the disciples are around and they say, well, everybody's touching you. It's a crowd. He said, no, someone touched me because I perceive that power has gone out from me. That's in Mark 5, verse 30. Jesus says that power had flown out of his earthly body through his divinity and healed the woman. Well, that is the word for miracle. Jesus said a miracle has just happened. The power of God has changed the life of a person. Jesus used this word power in reference to the Holy Spirit. In Acts 1 verse 8, he says to us, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. A miracle is every demonstration of God's power. Types of God's power are seen all over the universe. God's power is seen in radiant energy that comes from light and heat, chemical energy that comes from compositions, atomic energy from splitting an atom, nuclear energy that comes through fission and fusion of atoms. God's power is seen as electrical energy, mechanical energy from movement, and sound energy from sound waves. All these are expressions of divine power. Now, first of all, we learn in the Bible that God worked miracles in the Old Testament. We read amazing stories of how God parted the Red Sea, brought manna from heaven, leveled the walls of Jericho by sending an earthquake. In the days of Elijah and Elisha, God displayed great miracles to confirm the prophetic word that those men were preaching. Divine miracles are celebrated in the scripture. In 1 Chronicles 16 and 12, we hear the psalmist say, remember the wonders he has done, his miracles, and the judgments he pronounced. In Job 5 verse 9, we read that he, God, performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. The psalmist proclaimed, you are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the peoples. Psalm 77 verse 14. And of course, Jesus' ministry was marked by great miracles that confirmed and validated his message about the kingdom of God and his revelation as our Messiah. The miracles confirmed that Jesus is the Messiah, the Savior. His miracles backed up his message. There are 34 miracles of Jesus recorded in the four Gospels. The only miracle that's found in all four is the feeding of the 5,000. This, we must see, then, is the most important miracle Jesus ever performed, and all of his miracles are filled with amazing teachings. Every miracle he did is a way of him teaching a spiritual principle. Now, Nicodemus, who was a Pharisee, a great religious leader, came to Jesus one night to have a conversation about spiritual things. Even he, a member of the Sanhedrin, a renowned rabbi, recognized Jesus not only as a rabbi, but an extraordinary man, because he said to him in John 3, verse 2, he said, we know you're a teacher come from God because nobody could do the miraculous signs that you were doing unless God was with him. Everybody saw the miracles of Jesus as something that set him apart from everyone else. It confirmed his messiahship. Now, John the apostle, when he finished his gospel, 
concludes it by saying that Jesus' miracles build our faith. In John 20, verse 30 and 31, he said, these things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. And at the very end of the book, in John 21, 25, he said that Jesus did many other miraculous signs and works that if you wrote them all down, he said the world couldn't contain all the books that would have to be written. So we know Jesus performed many other miraculous works. But the 34 miracles we have in the scripture are very strategic and very important. And they teach us about Jesus and about the word of God. Now, Jesus often talked about his own miracles and the importance of them. Jesus said, the miracles I do in my father's name speak for me. John 10, 25. He also said to some who doubted, believe me when I tell you that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the miracles themselves. In John 14, 11, so miracles are evidence of God at work. And this is why I mentioned the forms of God's power that science now understands, the electrical power, the mechanical power, the atomic power, the electrical power, because those two are evidences that God exists and that God is at work. God is seen in nature and his power is seen in all aspects of power that emanates from him. Now, the church of Christ early on witnessed miracles. They saw miracles. It tells us in Acts 5 and 12, the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders among the people. Now, sometimes people say, well, in the early church, everybody was performing miracles, but that's not true. That Those who were apostles, they had a special call and a special place. And when we pray for people, God's power is at work. So these gifts can flow through any believer. But it's not true that in the early church, every person who was a Christian had a ministry that was marked by miraculous grace. That is not true. The Spirit gives different gifts and operates differently at times. And through the apostles whom Jesus had set apart to lead the church and to sustain his movement, they in their ministry saw miraculous signs and wonders among the people. Acts 19.11 records that God did extraordinary miracles through Paul. That's an amazing phrase, extraordinary miracles. You think the word miracle stands on its own merit, but extraordinary miracles, and God used those because Paul was going into all nations, all parts of the world, and sometimes even deeply paganistic places where they were idol worshipers, and those miracles God used to confirm the gospel. Now, the Bible tells us in Hebrews 2 and 4 that God testifies to the gospel. God verifies the gospel of Christ with signs, miracles, wonders, and gifts of the Holy Spirit. So gifts don't substitute for the gospel, but they do confirm the reality that Jesus is Savior and Lord. They confirm his resurrection because every time a miracle takes place, it is as though the risen Christ were right here with us at work. Now, there's some important facts about miracles that we need to know. First of all, miracles belong to God. We don't manufacture miracles. No person is a, quote, miracle worker. The psalmist says, as we saw earlier in Psalm 77, 14, you are the God who performs miracles. Only God can perform miracles, not man. God and God alone is the miracle worker. So all miracles belong to God. They come from God. We don't manufacture them. 
Second of all, miracles confirm the resurrection of Jesus and the truth of the good news of Christ when we preach it. And oftentimes in missionary work and in preaching and in worship services, the preaching of the word is accompanied by miracles in people's lives, answers to prayer, divine demonstrations. Most Sundays I have the opportunity to pray with people personally after the service. So many people come back to me and want to tell me what God did in their life. They came to the house of God. They worshiped. I preached the word of God. The word brings faith. And they saw God at work in their life in a miraculous way. The gospel of Mark ends with this amazing statement after the ascension of Jesus to heaven. In Mark 16, 20, it says, the disciples went and preached everywhere. And the Lord worked with them confirming his word with signs following. Think about that. When you and I tell people about Jesus, when we preach the gospel, when we send missionaries, the Lord Jesus himself goes with us, confirming his word with signs following. When a miracle takes place, we don't take credit for that. Christ is with us, confirming his word. Miracles are special, not commonplace. Is the third fact we need to know. Everything in life is not an opportunity for a miracle. Sometimes people are asking for miracles when they can do the work themselves. Miracles are not commonplace, everyday occurrences. And that approach to miracles and calling everything a miracle, it cheapens the true miracles of God. Miracles are divine interventions that bring glory to God and build people's faith in Jesus. The fourth fact of miracles we need to know is that miracles motivate faith in Jesus. The whole point of the miracles that takes place in the preaching of the Gospels is so that people will turn to Christ and know him as their Savior. The first miracle Jesus did was turning the water to wine at the wedding. And what was the point of the miracle? Well, it tells us here in John chapter 2, verse 11, the end of the miracle. What Jesus did here in Cana of Galilee was the first of the signs through which he revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. There are two powerful outcomes of a true miracle. Jesus reveals his glory, his divinity, his power, his uniqueness. He is the only son of God, the savior of the world, and miracles reveal Jesus to us. And second of all, his disciples put their faith in him. Miracles are aimed to increase our faith, to put our faith in Jesus. And the final fact of miracles we need to remember is that miracles happen in an atmosphere of faith. That God can do anything, anytime, anywhere, because he's omnipotent, all-powerful. But from our experience, when we believe God, we open ourselves up to miracle grace. It tells us in Mark 6, verse 6, that when Jesus went back home to Nazareth, that he could do no mighty work there because of their unbelief. And that Jesus was amazed at their lack of faith. He only healed a few sick people, but it said he could do no great work there. It was such a climate of unbelief. They kept saying, isn't this the carpenter's son? That's all they could think of. He grew up in their town. He was the carpenter's son. They didn't recognize who he was. They had no faith in him. And it limited what they experience in life. You see, your faith is going to enrich you or limit you. And there he could do no great work, no mighty work, except heal a few sick people because of their un, 
believe. And he was amazed. As he's amazed today, so much opportunity, so much knowledge we have. You see the evidence of God everywhere. And people talk about being agnostic or atheistic or unclear about who God is when there's so much evidence. And the life of Jesus is so powerful and real and historical. He still is the most influential person in the world today. More people are Christians than any other religion in the world today. And yet people with so much evidence of God, even in their own life, they'll call the work of God. They'll call grace coincidence. Wasn't, weren't you lucky? They don't even look up to heaven and realize the blessings they get. And that was the way it was in Jesus' town. They took him for granted. They only saw him as a carpenter's son, just like any other rabbi, any other teacher. And they were the ones who were affected by their lack of faith. And so miracles happen in an atmosphere of faith. And when you believe God for great things, you're going to open your life up to experience more than you ever dreamed possible. Hebrews 11, 6 reminds us without faith is impossible to please God, but the one who comes to God, he or she who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Let's go to the Lord in prayer by faith. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that you're a miracle working God. I pray that you'll increase the faith of your people and that through the miracle stories of the Bible, that you will reveal your glory to us. I pray for them today that are sharing this time that need a miracle, that you will bless them in a way that is exceeding abundantly above all they ask or even think possible in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining me for this time in the Word of God. This is an amazing study. I've experienced so much in my own life in preparing and teaching these messages on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Share them with others as well. Looking forward to seeing you this Sunday for worship. And I want to encourage you to make sure that you're following us on social media. It's a great way to stay connected to the life of the church and all that we are doing for the Lord Jesus Christ and his glory in the world and in our city. So make sure you connect with us on social media today. Become part of the Mount Perrin family through social media. Looking forward to seeing you this Sunday for worship. God bless you and your family. Have a great day. Thank you for joining me today as we've shared together the Word of God. Let me ask you to download the Mount Perrin Church app today so that we can stay connected and you can see all the great services and resources available for you and your family. Follow me on social media and also the Mount Perrin Church family. I look forward to seeing you in church to worship on campus and online. God bless you. Have an incredible day.